Welcome back. Fugit Squared after a bye week. A week on injury reserve. We are back in the saddle. How you doing, Dad? Hey, I'm doing great. Uh, this is Gene Fugit Jr. Uh, with my uh, number one son, Jay Russell Fugit. And we're known as Fugit Squared on sports with family. So welcome again to another edition. Uh, we continue our effort to get Abner Haynes, A-B-N-E-R-H-A-Y-N-E-S, into the NFL Hall of Fame. Abner has been a freedom fighter. His family have been freedom fighters. His father's one of the founders of the Church of God in Christ and never got a chance to see Abner play because of his religious convictions and how he had to be in church every Sunday. But he let Abner go away from the ministry, although his brother stayed in the ministry. But Abner, he told Abner that he could help society by being an athlete. Yes, sports can make a difference in society, but also it can also show the ugly parts of society like we're seeing today in the women's soccer world. So parents, if you have men, I mean, children, girls or boys, my mother always said, I never sent you. I took you. So please take your child by the hand and walk up to the coach and look that coach in the eye and let them know that, that this is your child and this is important and you're going to be watching them. And if you have any hint or whiff, pull them. Because there's a lot of bad stuff going out around and a lot of people don't have time to follow after to see who's taking care of their kids and what's going on. And because of this neglect and because of the oversight of women generally in our society, we're seeing today that a lot of abusive things have happened in soccer, in gymnastics, and who knows where else. So I really, uh, hope that we can get past this, that women uh, won't be victims, especially uh, young girls and children. And we can't let uh, coaches uh, use our kids. So that's uh, the two messages for me, for me this week in terms of let's get Abner into the hall of fame. November's coming and let, uh, let's protect our, our women and kids in, in society because uh, sports for a long time, like America has not been equal. They said that March madness for the first time ever is going to be marketed for both the men and the women's basketball. And they might even have the final four at the same time. Right. Wow. How, how long did it take, you know, for them to, uh, to wake up on that. So anyway, this is sports with family and uh, we had a bye week but looking around at sports, this is one of the busiest times of the year. You won't find a time when all of the sports are active with the national hockey league, national basketball association about to begin play and uh, major league baseball winding down. And I got a pet peeve about major league baseball because they continue to invest money in Latin America. And I just think this is just modern colonialism. I just saw the other day where the Baltimore Royals are going to be opening a camp and how proud they were of going down and colonizing these kids in Dominican Republic. And they were so proud. They said they actually had a classroom and a room with computers. Oh, that's really great. But what about Druid Hill Park in Baltimore, East Baltimore, West Baltimore? Talking about 
about the problems we have in our city, and we got a major league baseball team getting money from the city and taking it out of the city and putting it in the Dominican Republic to colonize the kids down there to teach them baseball. They ain't teaching them nothing in the computer room and classroom. What a joke and what what a what a shame. And baseball, I'm telling you. It's getting worse and worse every year. And I'm wondering what the numbers, Russ, are going to look like on the TV. Because I didn't see a lot of African-Americans this week playing in those play-ins. Well, you know, Mookie Betts is out there. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think who else I'm, I'm looking yeah, at. Yeah, so you got to think about it, right? Nights. Yeah, I, I do. I have to go deep. I'm sure there, there are others. But um, you know, you're, you're exactly right. It's, it's, no, there are others. There are others. But they're well, not yeah. enough. And we're not represented. Look at the National Football League. How come we got so many in National Football League and none in, in, in National Basketball Association and track and field and all every other sport you can name? Except the white sports like tennis, golf, lacrosse, and even then we're breaking in. But not baseball. Not baseball. Something, something's happening. I, I'm trying to figure that out, and I'm almost 70, and I still haven't figured it out. Now, I know many of us have been trapped in during the pandemic and are ready to get out and travel. Well, I want to encourage you to check out Axios Luxury Travel, a full service travel concierge company. They create unique experiences tailored for the modern travel, providing much more than you're going to find on Google. Let me tell you, they've traveled the world and have handpicked luxury hotel collections and experiences to recommend to you with confidence. Why? Because they've lived it. They've experienced it. So whether you're a solo traveler, a romantic couple, family, or have a large group or a corporate gathering, let Access Travel be your travel concierge partner. Find out more and contact them at Axius Travel. That's A-X-E-U-S travel.com. Now back to Sports with Family. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head in, in terms of you know baseball's practices. Kevin Blackstone wrote a great column on September 22nd in the Washington Post about the colonial history of baseball in Haiti and how baseball owes a debt to Haiti. So it's certainly beyond uh, time for, for change in the sport of baseball. I know we've been talking about that in, in a number of our previous episodes uh, in this season. So. Yeah, because sports, people follow sports and it has a lot to do. Remember how Trump used the thing about the guys kneeling down and stuff? I mean, people are watching what the athletes and and the organizations do. And a lot of times they're dirty, man. Their hands are dirty. They, they sweep his stuff under the rug. We never really find out, like, what really happened. You, you get uh, trainers being put on uh, probation because they're being investigated. I mean, there's all kinds of outside stuff going on and, and it's very hard to understand. I mean, look at the NBA where they got players who may not be able to play this year because they refuse to take a shot. Now, when I grew up, I remember, Russ, that we had to go in school and take sugar with a, a, a polio shot. It was a sugar cube that they dropped a drop of medicine in and we all had to take it in school. And we had to. It wasn't like, oh, maybe we're taking it, maybe we don't. If you don't take it, you go home. We didn't want polio in the school. And and now we got this going with the uh, COVID. And until our kids, our children, down to age five, can get vaccinated, 
this thing is going to continue to rebound. It's going to continue to affect uh, sports on all levels. And more importantly, it's going to continue uh, to affect families. So I just want to remind you to continue to be vigilant. If you haven't gotten it, get a shot. And if you're going to be in a group, especially inside, please mask up. Right. Here, here. Here, so I know we're here. bouncing around, but uh, where you want to start? How's the fantasy stuff going? Well, we're four. We're four and zero. We're in first place, and um, you know we've had injuries. I think every team at this point has had injuries. It seems to be a lot of uh, soft tissue injuries, a lot of hamstrings, and you know, uh, you know, you know, tw- you know, three to four weeks with a with a twisted knee, and and I guess that's what happens in this this first you know, time year. But the soft the soft tissue injuries seem to really be popping up a little more uh, more than I recall. And hey, you know why that is, don't you? Well, no, why is that? I knew you would tell us. Climate change. Climate change, okay. Yep. That's not yeah, see, happen. people are getting more dehydrated than they used to, and they're not used to it. Because if you get dehydrated, you don't know until you're really dehydrated, and then you're right. thirsty. But right. you're dehydrated before you get thirsty. Think about it. Your body needs water before your body tells you that you need water. And all you need is to have those electrolytes off a little bit or you're a little tighter than you were yesterday, and then pop, there goes the soft tissue. Right. So you have to stay hydrated. And uh, I know there must be some scientific way to to tell, but just you got to drink a lot of water is the bottom line. So it's not just about stretching and conditioning. It's really also about hydration. It's also okay. about your internal plumbing. Okay. Yeah. So you got internal, external. So when you're stretching, that's externally you trying to get your muscles where they want to be. But if you don't give them the correct nutrition, mm-hmm. if you're not eating properly, if you're not resting, and nowadays never been more important is electrolytes and water. Mm. So if you're having uh, fatigue, take a look at that. Okay. Well, I was, you know, expressing our fatigue. Of course, we were on bye week last week. You know, I was traveling and, you know, had some, had some health you know, issues. I know you were, ta- you were taken care of as well. And so um, I'm just still feeling fatigued from my, uh, you know, 60 hour co- coast to coast round trip. So. Oh I man, I, I, I got on a plane for five hours and I was injured for two weeks. I don't know how right. you can injure your hip being on the Southwest plane for five hours. And I think I just got to go back to private aviation. I think that's what the, uh, I think that's what somebody's trying to tell me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Private aviation is the way to go. So you're listening. But to anyway, this is uh, Gene Fugger Jr. with uh, number one son, Russell Fugger. This is called sports with family and you can find this podcast wherever uh, you get your podcast, and Russell will tell you later about who we're sponsored by. We want to salute our nephew, my nephew, uh, Brandon Fugit, going into the Salisbury University Hall of Fame for track and field later this month. want to salute uh, Santa Law Adam Jones. He's still in first place in Japan for the Oryx Buffalo. Might be headed to the Japanese World Series. Mm-hmm. want to salute my granddaughter, Natalie Fugit, getting ready for her inaugural flag football season yeah, week, week four yeah week four is coming up <laughs> and and we're really excited about that and i know there's probably some other shout outs due so anybody that i forgot please forgive but continue to support your family especially when it comes 
to sports. So the fantasy update, the injuries are affecting that. And I think they are affecting the NFL uh, to some aspect as we move to talk about the NFL. Uh, It's been, uh, well, in the old days, it was a quarter of a season. With 17 games, I don't know how to do the math. But it looks like the teams are who we thought they are. If you look at the American Football Conference, known as the AFC, in the East, you got some interesting-looking stuff. Now, you got the Chiefs in last place. You got the Jets in last place. You got the Steelers in last place and the Jaguars. Now, two of those you would expect. The other two, not so much. So it's very, very interesting in terms of after four games, I don't know if we can really tell what it's going to look like after 17 games. Now, in the NFC, you got both the Eagles and the Giants at one and three in the basement. You got the Seahawks and the 49ers, both two and two in the basement. In the north, you got the Lions at 0 and 4 and the dreadful Vikings at 1 and 3. And how a good team could be so bad, I got to wonder about that. And then uh, the Falcons at, at 1 and 3. So I would say right now that this NFC conference is looking pretty bad. I mean, really? Okay. Yeah, the whole conference. I mean, you remember what happened in the NFC last year? I mean, if you just look at the, the total losses, I, I haven't done the math, but I bet there are more losses in the NFC than in the uh, the AFC. So as it looks going forward, Dallas in first place, everybody thinks they're headed to the Super Bowl. Uh, the Cardinals <laughs> are at 4-0, and oh, and uh, there is a reason for that because uh, Rams, Seahawks, and 49ers all have issues, believe it or not. And then the NFC North, I mean, Packers and Aaron Rodgers. But I'm really looking for the Bears to improve as uh, Mr. Fields uh, gets uh, a little more used to what's going on. The Lions, I, I, I don't know what I can say about them. And the Vikings, of course, has your favorite quarterback, Captain Kirk. My favorite quarterback. In, in well, he used to play for the Washington football team. Yeah. That's when you really liked him. Yeah, there was a, a ranking, I think, uh, 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 Kime, who writes for the uh, ESPN, who's covered the Skins for the last couple of decades, I think almost, ranked the quarterbacks. And I think uh, Kirk was like in the number two or number one, depending, with him and Brad Johnson being the best quarterbacks we've had in, oh, my goodness. in the what, last what, 20 what, years. Since Billy Kilmer or Joe Theismann? I mean, what are you no, talking since, about? Since we won, since, since Rippon won the Super Bowl. Oh, since Doug Williams. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah mm-hmm. exactly. So – um, not not saying much, and you know it is interesting that the Vikings seem to have so much talent yet regularly underachieve, and you know, at one and three this year, certainly you know you know wondering. But Kirk's having you know on pace for a career year, um, but we're like in uh, Big Tay, uh, Mister Mister Taylor Heineke here in Washington is is keeping us in these games about our defense figures out what the heck they're doing. But we're two we're two and two barely, but two and two nonetheless, and we'll see what we do this week when the Saints come marching into town here at FedEx Field. So, you know. Oh, I like that. The Saints come marching in. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) Well, all I'm going to say is the Jaguars are going to beat somebody, and uh, I just hope it's not your favorite team. (laughs) I don't think they're going to lose 17, but the way that coach was going, who knows? Yeah, they looked good on on Thursday last week, and then uh, Cincinnati came back in the second half, and – uh, Joe Burrow you know, did a number one in the second half, and 
And of course, we all knew what happened to to your favorite coach, uh, Urban Meyer. You know, staying behind the party in in, in Ohio, <laughs> make a make a weekend out of it in Ohio. I thought I thought we were in college or something. You know, hanging out. You know, hearing about you know what what Coach Meyer was doing and just and, and not even well, getting on the isn't team. That, isn't that what you do after a game? You go relax in college. You know? Yeah, I used to hang out with the. I mean, I wasn't. I tore my knee up, so I wasn't with the. You know, but I knew the ball players. And yeah, after the game, I did the radio sometimes. And some I remember one on one occasion. Some of the basketball players stayed and hung out, and I stayed and hung out with them. You know, some of my other friends who were who were at that particular school, and we had we had fun. But this, you know, I was twenty years old. And I, I was an Urban Meyer coaching the NFL team, <laughs> um, you know, and of course there were no camera phones back then for the best. But you know, it's just it's it's puzzling to see Coach Meyer. He just looks miserable. But we'll see if he makes it through the season. I, I don't know, but I do hope and think Jacksonville. Will beat someone, uh, you know. Trevor Lawrence looks like he's improving, but he's going to need some more help to get it done. Well, yeah, it is a team game, and, and a lot of people forget that uh, it's eleven on eleven, not one on one. So, what are you thinking about college football this season? Well, you know, I'm still hurting from from last Friday night when my Maryland Terrapins, of course, who, who always do this to me, they start out, you know, two and zero, three and zero, and this year we got to four and zero. And, of course, had the home game Friday night, national television against number five, Iowa, and come out in, what, seven or eight turnovers. Our, our leading wide receiver busts his knee, returning a punt or a kickoff. And we end up getting blown out with 51 to 14. And, of course, we're rooting for Coach Loxley here uh, in Maryland, our, our friend, Coach Lox. And it's just it's just disheartening. And that's, that was, you know, that kind of just ruined my – I didn't even want to watch college football on Saturday. <laughs> I went and coached my daughter the following morning, and that was it. It was really hard to to get into it. Um, you know, after that, so I'm I'm, I'm licking my wounds. We got Ohio State uh, now uh, in the Big Ten, and and uh, we'll we'll see if if Maryland and and uh, our quarterback uh, Tua's brother uh, Tagovailoa um, can can regroup and get us uh, you know a win, and maybe get us in position to really contend in our division. And, and, and look, 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 look. You'll be happy. <laughs> To go to a bowl game, okay? Well, well yeah. Well, contend, contend. Look, let's get the five hundred and go to a, and be a bowl eligible. So why, why don't we just start there? Look, if you're rebuilding a program and you're trying to contend in the toughest division, except maybe in the SEC and all of football. And what this season is clearly indicating is that there are a handful of teams that are very good, about five teams, four teams, really. And then it's everybody else. And they're trying to figure out how to maximize it. And no one understands what this future is with players being able to directly get money. See, this just happened and and we haven't been able to analyze it yet. And we don't know how with the recruiting, how that's going to affect, hey, if I go to Alabama, I'm going to make this. If I go to UCLA, I'm going to make that. I mean, I mean, you got other things to consider uh, for the top recruits. And USA Today covers it just like there are uh, people in Hollywood doing movies. I mean, there's a lot. There's so much publicity now about the high school athletes and how good or bad they are. And there's so much film that's available on them. And it does a service to some who have not been discovered, but it also does a disservice to the players themselves because it gets them focusing on the film rather than on themselves. See, because they're still in a period of growth. I mean, right. look, I was still growing halfway through my, my, my pro career. And if I was just so busy focusing on just how 
my film looked and all I was doing, but wasn't focusing on everything else, I couldn't be a complete player. And I certainly couldn't be happy. So it's, it's very important for parents to help kids to see a lot of different things, to get some balance in life, because when the hard times come, you're going to have to have other things to fall on. And if you ain't got nothing else to fall on, you're going to fall. <laughs> you're going to fall hard, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Sports with Family is brought to you by Joomla Network, a consultancy and knowledge network focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Whether it's an assessment audit, training and education, a risk-based analysis, or a more unique opportunity, our network partners have a solution. Joomla is a Swahili for whole, and it's time for your team to come together. Let us be your guide. Join us at joomlanetwork.com to find out more. Now, back to Sports with Family. Yeah. You know, wrapping up the college football section, of course, I'd be remiss, and it's. And I wanted to give this a few weeks, but um, looking at the next CAC standards, my Trinity College Bantams are in fact three and zero and in first place, um, and in in, in a New England uh, small what, college what about athletic the Jeffs? conference. What about the Jeffs, Lord Jeffs? Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you guys were the Mammoths. Now I can't, but but you're you're. Oh you're, my <laughs> gosh, we did change our name. I am getting old. Yeah, what about the Mammoths? You guys are two and one. Well, we lost already. We lost already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh! You know, I forgot. I'm watching all these other games on Saturday, and I forgot that I could watch Amherst College online. In fact, somebody called me and said my tapes are available. I I think I should get these old games and and see how bad I really was. And I hate to break it to you that you lost to Colby at home uh, a couple weeks ago. As is your long loss, you you beaten Bates and Tufts to go to two and one. Um, so oh. far with, with a road oh, game. Wow. At, I, know a road Bates, game at, I know that Bates at, game was really hard, I know. <laughs> and and uh, my nephew, my godson went to Tufts, so I'm glad we won that game. Yeah, we, we you guys beat, took, took care of Tufts and, and my friend. Yeah, you hear that, Elliot? Yeah, we, <laughs> we beat y'all. That's right. And my, my friend and, and classmate, uh, Jay Savetti, is a head coach at Tufts and, and has done a great job turning that program. We're having a tough year this what? year. What? Tufts has a Trinity head coach? Tufts has a Trinity head coach, and I remind uh, your nephew of, of that whenever we talk about Oh, my uh, goodness. Trinity, man. Well, we always thought you guys were getting paid under the table at Trinity, oh, man. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I mean, no, we always yeah, thought that there was something special. I mean, you had boosters in the program before there were boosters. Let's put it that way. <laughs> man we know about y'all i'm sure you got that football from uh 1971 where you caught like two or three touchdowns i remember you always would show that to me well um, nobody else was on the field at the time so it, <laughs> it, 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 it was it wasn't that hard but yeah those are great things i'm headed toward my 50th uh college reunion coming up in the in the spring uh you know covid uh permitting but uh yeah it's it, it's uh Many years, and, and even though eight years in the NFL, I still remember my last college game. So I remember my last high school game as well. So value that time, young athletes and parents, because it goes so fast and it's something that you'll uh, enjoy the rest of your life. So anyway, with baseball, I'm disappointed. And uh, NFL, we're still just getting into the season and trying to figure out if the human body can really withstand 17 games, because I'm, I'm sure that's way too many games. Well, and then the NBA, were, they're getting started, and I can't believe. At the Yankees lost. I thought you were happy at least to see the Yankees go down. No. 
Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, at least the Yankees were at least trying by spending money and bringing players in that they were supposed to be who they thought they were. Plus, they have one of the best general managers in the right. game of baseball. I mean, in fact, he has one of the best educations from what I heard. He right? does. He does. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Cashman. And somebody on the radio said, well, the Yankees may have to let him go since they have done nothing in five years. And they said the Mets would love it. <laughs> right, he wouldn't right. even have to move, right? You know, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think that Yankees are moving off of him. But uh, I was glad though to, to see Giancarlo, uh, uh, Giancarlo yes. Stanton, and yep. uh, and the big boy uh, representing uh, minorities very the well. Judge, the like the, the judge, all rise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, know you, I know you like that. I know you like that. Now, I got to ask you this, that college football this week is, is a week that we've always enjoyed. It's a game, a matchup we always have enjoyed, the Red River shootout, Oklahoma versus Texas. Is there any added significance to that game this week, given that those two teams yeah. are heading to the SEC? Well, I just think that uh, Oklahoma is not as good as they have been in the past, and they're overrated. And uh, also, I'm not that high on Rattler. Talk about how Rattler is the first pick. Yeah. But – but you know how it. snakes can bite you. Mm. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I'll, I'll never forget the first time, though, Russ. The the river really is red. I've driven across. So it when you it. cross yeah. over there from yeah. Texas, Oklahoma, the, the, it really is the Red River. I guess it's because of the clay. And I don't even know the name of the river, but I, it, it was great. When I first went up to Norman, Oklahoma, oh, it was wild. So they come to Dallas. It's, it's, it's quite a tradition. From Norman, Oklahoma, they get in those uh, Boomer Sooner wagons and, and wagons. bring everybody down to, to the Cotton Bowl in uh, South Dallas. And uh, Austin, Texas, they, they, they come up north so that they meet in Dallas. And this has been going on for years and years and years. And I think this is the year that Texas takes care of business. Oh, okay. All right. Well, noon Eastern. I hope you're waking up early, have your coffee ready at 9 a.m. out in the desert where you are, Dad, and that that should be a, a great a great game we always look forward to. Got two big SEC matchups, Arkansas at Ole Miss, and then you got uh, Georgia at Auburn. So those would be, you know, kind of the highlight matchups for this week. Yeah, I, I got uh, oh, Arkansas is done, so you yeah. can take Ole Miss on that. And then, um, you know, if, if you're picking teams and Georgia – uh, should go undefeated until they play Alabama again. And then just looking at this LSU at number 16, Kentucky, just looks so, you know, to see, to see the ranking next to Kentucky, not next to LSU. Well, it's not the Kentucky that we, we used to know. And Coach uh, Stoops has done a heck of a job. And believe it or not, Kentucky at home is going to beat LSU. Yeah. Well, I, would, I think they're certainly favored this week. So you said you've been watching some NBA. I know you've adopted the Phoenix Suns. You said well, I haven't had a lot right of time to watch it, but I was surprised that uh, you know that that they're playing already in preseason games, and and a week from now, uh, it'll be live action. And uh, the one thing about the NBA that I really like is 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 the league that is the uh, less uh, static. In other words, it changes more every year than every other league. NFL, it changes slowly. If the team was good last year, probably be good this year. If it was bad last year, maybe a little better. 
baseball, the same thing. Orioles are last last year. So how many games can they improve? 10 games, 20 games. But it just seems like uh, it's that way uh, in football. And, 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 uh, but in the NBA, when you got only five players out there, one player can make a difference. Right. So you can have a team that was so-so, and then you add know, Kevin Durant or, <laughs> or add some of these kids coming out of college. What's, what's the kid's name from um, – the kid, he's a man from uh, Oklahoma that plays for Atlanta. Trey Young. Yeah. Now, everybody's like, oh, Trey Young can't do it. Boom. Next thing you know, Atlanta's deep in the playoffs with just one addition. So that's what's so interesting about the NBA and uh, – I just hope Kyrie Irving can can uh, get to a place where he's okay and the team's okay. Yeah, I hope everybody can can have peace of mind. He's not practicing now. If he hadn't last as of this recording, he he has not attended a practice yet. And uh, many people think that even if he was there, the Nets are overrated. But I won't get into that. It's too <laughs> early. It's too early. It's too it's early for the NBA early. for hockey. But we're in prime time for football, and certainly uh, heading into this uh, month, this is prime time for high school football. So be careful out there. Yeah, I'm going to get to a game. A friend of mine's uh, son's on JV and, and a promising young man. I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he'll be on varsity. Tonight. He's a freshman on JV, uh, lineman playing both ways. I look forward to getting out on a Friday afternoon and checking him out and and uh, checking out some more high school football here as it gets into the cooler. The cooler days are finally upon us here uh, back east. I know you're still dealing with 100-degree, 99-degree uh, temperatures out here. No, it's going to be 70-some degrees out here next week. We're, we're okay. in our time. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I got the golf clubs out. And, uh, of course, I'm excited for my college basketball to get started, but we're still about a month away from, from that. But, uh, but they started practice. Yes, they certainly started practice. Looking forward to, of course. So that's why it's such a, a busy time. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll wrap it up for me. This is uh, Gene Fuga Jr. You got anything else, number one, son? No, I think, you know, we're back off the bye week. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to be, you know, a little tighter, I think, in our, our preparation next week. Got a great Thursday night game tonight, uh, you know, uh, NFC uh, West matchup. And um, we're, we're going to you know, enjoy this weekend's games, get out there with our family and, you know, your granddaughter. I'm coaching and she's playing and we're doing our sports with family every Saturday morning on the flag football field. And All right. We're, we're going to encourage everyone else to find a way to get out, even though with uh, this COVID, it's still uh, pretty good to get outside if you can. And uh, this time of the year is, is a great time of the year all over the country. Uh, we're seeing some nice weather. So we hope your favorite teams win. Uh, we hope your family stays safe. And we hope that you tell your friends about Sports with Family, a podcast with Fugit Squared, Gene Fugit Jr. from Super Bowl Ten with the Cowboys, and Jay Russell Fugit, the genius. Yes, from Techno Bowl, Super Bowl. <laughs> I played in, but all right. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. <laughs>